Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And uh, when we talk about small businesses, there are other things deterring them from uh, finding the full flourish of being able to uh, really excel in even this province. To wit, uh, Rocco Rossi, who represents on the Ontario Chamber of Commerce as their CEO. They've just come out with a new uh, report called the Small Business Friendliness Indicator. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Friendliness Indicator. What does that all mean? And uh, what are these numbers that they're touting in this report? Let's find out. Rocco Rossi is on the line here on the Oakley Show. How do, Rocco? Great day for talk radio, Johnny. Thank you, my friend. The Small Business Friendliness Indicator. It's the first time out, uh, and Ontario didn't really do too well. Uh, what's going on? Well, look at, um, there's an old maxim in business that uh, you measure what matters, uh, and then you work your plan to the measurement. This is a uh, first year. Uh, there, There is a similar instrument that... Um, is used an indicator that's used in uh, the U.S. across several states. It's not identical, and uh, they only really get powerful once you've had a couple of years because you measure you measure the trend. Um, it's a scale from minus 100 to plus 100, and has a number of of factors. Some are in the control of government. Some are simply the economic uh, reality. Uh, the overall score for Ontario is is minus nine, so slightly uh, negative. And this was before uh, all of the survey data was done before the uh, coronavirus outbreak and um, the recent blockades, which clearly are not helpful for uh, confidence and business friendliness. But uh, what they do underscore for the government are areas, uh, many of which the government has begun to move down the path of, but now we're going to be able to effectively hold their feet to the fire a bit because we'll be able to track year to year uh, how we're doing on things like reducing red tape, like making it easier to navigate uh, through regulations, like the ability uh, to find and retain uh, people with the right skills. Uh, and this hopefully becomes a tool that policymakers can use to help make resourcing decision and strategy decisions about how to move forward. All right. So you've got a number of criteria upon which you evaluate the province of Ontario's friendliness towards business, small business specifically. So that minus nine score, uh, that'd be okay at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, but uh, in this case, <laughs> taint that good, the small business friendliness indicator uh, of the major criteria. If I understand correctly, I mean, the problem that and the bugaboo a lot of people have cited, yourself included, uh, development of infrastructure is still lagging. There's no question. And this isn't just roads and public transit, although those are clearly... Um, important. It's all. It's also about having access to uh, broadband uh, in areas outside of our major centers. I mean, if you're starting up 
a small business uh, in a rural community, in a more remote community, and you're having to deal with dial-up, that, that limits your business opportunities in the 21st century. Uh, as we say at the OCC, you cannot build a 21st century economy on dial-up. And unfortunately, there are way too many markets still uh, in this province where uh, that is the reality. And, uh, and, and that is something that both industry and government uh, need to play a bigger role in, in making sure that we level the playing field. Yeah, and in talking to you on previous occasions, as well as, you know, uh, people from different uh, parts of the economy here in the province of Ontario, a lot of them cite uh, red tape and regulation as being an impediment to really getting off the ground. Uh, did you find that in your results uh, or your study as well? It's absolutely still there. Again, um, the government has pointed out often, and they've created a uh, a minister of uh, small business and red tape reduction, Minister Sarkaria, who came to speak to uh, the launch group, and a deputy minister focused on this because Ontario has roughly uh, 400,000 uh, regulations on the books, a little, uh, maybe 387,000 to be to be closer to the current reality. Um, but you compare that with British Columbia, which isn't exactly Dickensian England. Uh, they have about 200,000 uh, regulations, and they still manage to, you know, take care of their people and 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 food quality and the land and and everything else. That is an enormous difference between, uh, you know, 400,000 almost and 200,000. And so not surprising uh, that when it comes to uh, regulation and navigating through it, that's, you know, maybe for some of the larger companies, they, they have staff to be able to deal with it. But when you're the chief bottle washer and cook in a small and medium-sized business, which is the majority of our members, that's a huge amount of time that you don't have. So how do you make life easier for those who are the ones creating the majority of new jobs in the economy? For sure. When you've got a busboy who has to double as the compliance officer, right. there's a problem. And and look at the on the infrastructure point, clearly we're 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 seeing the extreme of you know when your infrastructure is impaired and think of the blockade we 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 see that we understand that but if you have if you don't have sufficient infrastructure for your economy and for an economy that's moved to the world of just in time uh then effectively we have uh, we have an ongoing blockade, which is really around the infrastructure deficit that this province has, that, yes, there are a whole bunch of projects that have been announced are in the books, and we will see that number improve as shovels actually hit the ground. Finally, I've got to ask a quick exit question because you alluded to it, uh, and it's really the elephant in the room. These rail blockades, uh, I know we've talked in the past really impacting small businesses in the province of Ontario, or even large businesses? It, it's happening, and look, we're, we're connected to chambers across uh, the country, and the really sad thing uh, about this is smaller businesses and smaller communities are being hit even harder uh, than larger ones. Larger places, you, you can have inventory in a warehouse. In, in smaller places, you, you run far leaner. And so, you know, a blockade that now we're talking three weeks in some cases, um, 
is is beginning to really hit home. And look, at there are legitimate uh, grievances by First Nations, and there needs to be a credible process, but it's got to be done outside of this blockade uh, process. The blockades have to come down. The rule of law has to be uh, has to be obeyed, and at the same time, there has to be a real commitment and doubling down that, yes, there is a legitimate reconciliation process going on, and it's not just lip service and virtue signaling. Amen to that. We'll let you go, Rocco. Always appreciate your time here on The Oakley Show. My pleasure entirely. Thank you, sir. There you go. The Ontario Chamber releasing their small business friendliness indicator for the province of Ontario. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.